Let's go straight to wellness now, our time being 4.38. Adoption in modern society is what we speak of today. So according to the National Adoption Coalition of South Africa, NAXA, there are 2,400 adoptions on average registered per year. There are parents who see adoption as their first choice when it comes to parenthood rather than the last resort. Our next guest will discuss the misconceptions surrounding this choice and her personal adoption journey with her son. Okay, uh, Tabitha Dolamo is our guest who is ambassador of World Adoption Day and owner of Baby and I, Adoptive Mom as well. Tabitha, thank you for joining us and uh, happy Monday. Good morning. Thank you for having me, Asanda, and good morning to your listeners too. Well, and thank you for being open enough to want to share your journey with us because what I'm noting is it's interesting that some parents will see adoption as a first choice and not as a last resort, and that can be something that we think as society, that adoption is a last resort, but we are realizing it's not. Absolute pleasure, Asanda. No, it's actually not. It shouldn't be the last resort, um, but also it really depends on the on the pressure that the adopted parents can go through by, by society and by families. What are the other misconceptions around adoption? And maybe you can share if you had some of your own and in your journey, you know, realized a whole <laughs> lot of other things that you didn't know or think. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I... I, I uh, my, my my misconception was around, or rather my misconception was around my fear, basically. Um, not being able to give my husband enough kids, you know, and being being looked at as a as one of those people that don't have children, you know, or rather even biological children. And my other fear was that one day this child is just going to walk out of our lives and choose uh, their biological family over over us, even having to bring them up for many many years. But I I I I think I was quite assisted um, throughout my adoption journey, or rather our adoption journey, which helped quite a quite a lot actually. A lot, not just a bit, but a lot. Mm. And uh, the research that went to it and not hurrying the process as well and really taking our time and being open about our fears and uh, the journey that we are about to, to embark on. Do you think that the age at which you adopt a child matters? What are the thoughts around that? For, for me, it hurt, And I think it was also influenced by my fears uh, to say that if, if they are young enough for me, I'll be able to uh, groom them the way I want, bring them up, bring them up the way I want, and even influence <laughs> the way they, they they are brought up. You know, for me, it was very important that I get a newborn baby, uh, so we start the journey from from scratch. And for some people, it's different, really. Yeah. And knowing the biological parents at some point when the child is at the age where they are understanding enough, would you what what would your advice be in terms of guiding the child? Because I mean, as you say, one of the fears is that the child is going to grow and then want to leave the adopted parents and go to the biological parents. Uh, what what would you say when the child now raises with the adoptive parents to say, "I would just like to know who my biological yeah. parents are"? Your advice yeah. and guidance. Yeah. So. So, so it is part of the child's journey, actually, to know their biological family. Um, and and, and it's, it's, it's all about 
the child knowing where they belong. You know, once they know that we are not the biological family, then they start wonder. You know, why why is my mood like this? Why is my behavior like this? Why am I lighter? And uh, you see that quite a lot in the in the in the families that um, in the white families that adopt black children. They would automatically want to know that yes, I am not like that. I'm not like them. I really want to know where my where my family is. I want to know who my dad is. I want to know who my my siblings are, etc. It it really is part of the journey, and it's only fair for us as adoptive parents to let them uh, know where we come from. You know, mm. um, and and it was one of my fears as well to say, oh, they're gonna walk out of my life. But with the journey that we took, with the workshops that we had, with the with the conversations and the discussions that we had with with the social workers, they then uh, kind of make you comfortable with the idea of the child wanting to meet their parents, and they can only do that when they're 18 years old, uh, which is which is which is an age where they 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 the the government or the laws are um, are, are saying that the children are well enough and matured enough to make uh, the right decisions. They are sober-minded at the, at the age of 18. And uh, for me, I, I really am dreading that uh, that time when it comes, but um, mm. I will need, I, I will need psychological assistance. I mean, I will need um, help. I mean, I will need assistance in terms yeah. of how to deal with it. I'm not going to be able to do it alone. As much as I was not able to deal with my biological 16-year-old when they turned 16, you know, yeah. um, just as much as you need assistance as a parent, we will need assistance with this one as well. It's just that it's going to be different. So we, we're waiting for that day, and every single day we are preparing ourselves for that particular day. Yeah, you're telling me about uh, psychological preparation for dealing with a teenager. I know exactly what you yep. mean. We all need it. Yeah. So yep. knowing, we all need it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. In fact, I think every stage of parenthood <laughs> needs somebody oh, to guide just, us through it. Yeah, we're chatting about it to say every single stage of bringing up a child is so challenging and so so different. So, yeah. and even with the siblings, you know, even your biological kids, they go through different stages. And um, as a parent, you just have to be ready for for, for such situations and different uh, behaviors. Let's talk about knowing when they want to know where they come from and, and speaking about that. How much of that information that they've now discovered about their uh, roots or where they come from should be integrated then as you, the adoptive parent, into their life? For example, if you know a, a white family adopts a child from the DRC, in, incorporating Lingala, for example, as a language that's spoken in the house. So how much of that knowledge should be incorporated in their daily lives by the, by the adoptive parent? What would you advise to be there? So we were advised that we talk about adoption from day one. You know, um, we introduced the word adoption to my son when he was three years old. And for some reason, he he understands it in his own way, you know, but it cannot be a, a strange um, word to him. And we cannot introduce it later because... Um, He's going to find out, you know. The family knows that we are adopted, so why can't he know that he was adopted? And he needs to hear all those things from us. Um, and it was weird that how do you introduce such a word to 
an infant mm-hmm. and or even a toddler. But every single time uh, he asked about it, it does not become a shock, and we're not we're not anxious that he's going to get to hear it from from his cousins or from even my 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 family, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, every stage is different. At at four years, he started asking different questions, and uh, really, um, the journey has been not so shocking because we are well prepared for the questions that we ask and honestly honesty is the most important part of it um when he was four he started talking about uh, his biological mother you know and at five years old he started asking me that why is it that i i i could not give birth to him you know and um throughout the, the the adoption journey which took about 12 months we are taught of what to expect and how honest, how honesty plays a huge part of um, of our life, mm. you know. And it's unlike when when you have to uh, introduce sex, you introduce a sex education with teenagers, whether it's late or not. Nobody nobody really knows because children are different. But yes. with him, adoption, the word adoption has been uh, he's been living with it. So I mean, even at crash when he started crash, I was very anxious because I needed them to tell the teachers that he's, he's adopted, you know, and uh, the integration is is, is, is is part of the journey. We, we just have to do it whether it's uncomfortable for us, but it's not about us. It's also about him. He's got his own journey and he had a different lending to what we know. Therefore, it's more about saying we need to be sober-minded all yeah. times. We need to be wide awake all times and we need to be honest. At all times, even with even with his siblings, you know, it becomes a different topic even there. And we don't want him to to get a shock while he's play, playing in the streets, and somebody says, "Oh, you know what? You are adopted," and it's going to be like, oh, "What does that mean?" Yeah. But now he's ready. He's ready to have such conversations with his peers, even you know. And every single year since he started crash we then tell the teachers hey don't be surprised today is world adoption day and he might say this he might say that you know um and and uh, the teachers at crash have been really really amazing and supportive so he started big school this year we still need to introduce that to, yeah. <laughs> to the new school family you know right. so it cannot be a strange uh, conversation to have with him Mm. And as you say, honesty throughout the whole journey is is important. Yep. So you're saying today is a World Adoption Day, seven Feb. So actually, they, um, it is birthday on February, but the the global uh, day is celebrated on the ninth of November. Nine November. Okay. All right. Yes. Well, I'm sure we'll talk about that again in the show. But uh, thanks oh, so much for for you. joining us. Can you please share your social media handles? Um, um, I am underscore TBT, and my Facebook is Tabita Mautla Dolamo, and uh, my email address is dolamot at yahoo.com. And they can also find me through Baby and I Melrose Arch uh, on Instagram or Baby and I Melrose on Facebook. And Baby and I is uh, your, uh, what is the Baby and I? Is it a, a clothing company or? It's, it's a baby boutique shop. Okay, all right. Yes. Okay, uh, but you, I mean, you do activism in terms of this work as well, as we said. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Thank you so yes. much for for joining us, Tabitha. All the best to you, and happy Monday again. Thank you, Asanda. All the best to you too. Happy Monday to you. Thanks, Tabitha Dolamo, Ambassador of World Adoption Day.
owner of Baby and I, they're Melrose, and then also she's an adoptive mom.